Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy, John Gabriel, standing at six foot two, three hundred and four pounds. He's on creatine. He's bloating from the south shore of Nassau County, Long Island. It's Johnny G. All you gotta do is trust me. Jackson, Maine, what are you doing here? Abortion is healthcare. I agree. Also joining me in the High Mighty Studios, my nearly silent co-host Arthur Gabriel. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur's a dog. Arthur is not currently in the High Mighty Studios. I cannot stop saying this part of the introduction. Also joining me in the High Mighty Studios, a legendary podcaster himself, but I know him as a fucking one of the funniest stage comedians I have ever seen in my 20 years of doing fucking comedy. You know him. You love him. Returning to the pod from last podcast on the left, it's Henry Zabrowski. It's really good to be here, and I love, again, it's about coming in with an honest energy, strength, and I really appreciate that. Where'd those little glasses come from that you're wearing now? You have, like, little glasses? <laughs> little. <laughs> it's because, again, it's an it honor shows, to be here. It's what a lovely time to be here, you fucker. No, it's re- it is it is really nice to have you back. Have me back. It's nice. I do. I miss the puppy. Oh, yeah. He's... The puppy is almost 14 years old now and Man. a gray-faced little dude. I know. I don't want to talk about what we're like. I we've already said with our dog. Our dog just hit about like nine, ten, and I like we're gonna keep her alive way longer than she needs to be. We're just gonna pump blood into her. Yeah, (laughs) I'm trying to stretch it out to twenty five. I think we could get her out to twenty five, twenty seven. I'm trying to get like six jobs and use all that money just for like dog wellness, just to keep my dog, like get my dog on human dog hormone or uh, dog growth hormone, whatever it needs to stay alive. (laughs) You honestly, you want to talk about real conspiracy? We went to uh, Wendy did that thing, right? Our dog Wendy, little Chihuahua, like you know, nine pound Chihuahua. She just started like shitting blood, right? Because this, I guess, is a thing that little dogs can, right? I didn't know, but we were like, oh, this is our only version of a child. It's dying, right? <laughs> so we go to the emergent the urgent care, and they hit you up right up front. They look at if, if it's serious, they're like, it's twelve hundred dollars to even put her in here. 
Like, you literally got to pay up front right now. And you're like, all of your love is in this, like, nurse's hands. And so you're like, here's your credit card. They could have, and they literally went, they looked at her, they did x-rays of her, and then she was like, yeah, they shit blood sometimes. And you're like, that's it? They know that so bad. They're like, look, it's, she's not doing great. But for $2,800, you can buy another six to nine months. You're like, here you go. Here you go. It's fine. Honestly, this actually happens all the time. And you're like, I didn't understand. I didn't know that dogs were so loose with their blood. Then that, that's scary in and of itself. Yeah. Now you're going to be like, you know, your dog walkers like take it. You're like, oh, don't worry if she shits blood. That's her thing. She loves it. She That is, honestly, it's half of what she does. It's part of her charm at this point. Wendy, the blood shitter. Poor thing. Uh, dude, it we we ran into each other. We haven't I haven't seen you in person IRL in a hot minute and a long we, time. Yeah, we we ran into each other at a little uh, weed cabana situation, and it, it was fun to see you there. And I'm like, and light, of course, get some weed heads in a room. Some conspiracy st- stuff starts flying, but the funnest shit was we were into like weed conspiracies. Like Bean and Stock knows enough about fucking. The weed community and culture. It's that he was wild. Like, <laughs> I know. Well, because I, I like to even say this to like my listeners about like we talk about conspiracy theory all the time and, and, and more and more like really connected to like we always say, you know, obviously follow the money. Who benefits? Qui bono. Right. right yeah. And uh, but also like there's humanity still involved. Like the people that are the gears of these so-called conspiracy theories are also humans. And you have to kind of think like unless you really believe that they're lizards. Which is like a whole other. That's a whole other thing. I I right. do believe on some level we'll get we'll get to this that that those types of energies are legit, right? Like and people do have experienced these types of things, but for the most part, it's humans doing it, and that every single realm of business, entertainment, just like anywhere there's a community, there's conspiracy. Yeah, like, any- and it arrives. Yeah, and you just said something that's been on my mind lately, so I'm just gonna connect it right here. Like the lizard people conspiracy feels like and stuff of that stature of like adrenochrome farm that all feels like it's running cover for like the more malicious, more boring sounding conspiracies of like we're just systematically fucking poor people over and taking money and redistributing it upwards. But that's the big conspiracy. That's the actual Right. Big conspiracy <laughs> yeah. is that they are they don't care if we live or die. Right. And they want us to work until our very last breaths. Right. They want us to keep especially those that are not in charge. The, look, because because look at Mitch McConnell. Right. He's right now getting the finest fetus meat oh. injected into his neck. Right. He's Whatever in the, the stem fuck- cell dip right now. He's in the fucking like minority <laughs> report milk bath. Like, did you ah! see Infinity Pool? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he is getting Infinity Pool got- <laughs> right now. Yeah. Like, they're going to pull him out. He's going to be a brand new Mitch McConnell. Like, he's got all the access that they're going to keep him alive. But that'd be funny if he comes don't... back with like jet black hair and like huge tits, uh, broad yeah. shoulders, <laughs> big fucking arms. And shit. Yeah, yeah. He comes amazing. back like ready to fucking murder. Well, I got him. I got him. Pussy as well. They got some incredible. He's just, yeah, Unfortunately, he's like it's, right, it's right here in my neck. <laughs> <laughs> now fuck my neck, Mister Biden. <laughs> you got it, Jack. You got it, Jack. That's all I got. That's my Biden. Isn't that fantastic? Why hey. is SNL called? Um, you got it, Jack. Uh, but you know, so the, the yes, right. So that's it's it's all it can all be crazy. What was you just saying? In my brain too. No, no. I was just saying how like 
all these like spicy and interesting uh conspiracies yes. like i know you guys talk about all this shit but all like, this shit some of the like you know all the lizard adrenochrome um mind control stuff well, I, and of course there's probably a dose of reality to all of them or some metaphorical or symbolic explanation or legitimately maybe there are uh shape-shifting lizards that are you, uh, it could be but that is like and no, no offense to people who are in it. Please, but. please don't offend our lizard community because they, <laughs> again, they, they have a lot of time on their hands and they say the more many dangerous emails. ones are the less nefarious, like the less interesting, the less eye catching, like of just like fundamental moneying, funneling, money funneling upwards is well, like real evil guys. That's why, like, you know, you have like real billionaires, the guys that really are the puppeteers of giant industries. Don't want you to know their name, right? Like right. they don't really want to ride in silence, and they want to be administrators of giant octopus-like corporations within corporations that really just go into that that very bottom true conspiracy, which is anybody that is on top is going to do everything possible to remain on top and use all of the hapless, like all of us. Mm -hmm. As just meat for the machine, and that's what that's what they want. Blood right? like, and grist for the fucking uh, gears yeah, to, of to fucking capitalism. In. Yeah, but like we talked about on our JFK series, and we got some heat, right? Because I'm a like, how do you put it? Like I'm a like I'm with you, Gabers. We are both of an age when we grew up on the internet. It was ensconced in a lot of fun slash well, we didn't know like hiddenly, deeply deviant conspiracy theory that was like fun to bandy about right and like and talk about and get into the guts of and like now we see that like we're seeing sort of the edges of like things jumping from the internet into real life for real like i view that the riots on january 6th it's like a perfect example of like literally a larp that started on 8chan it started right. as a goof and that it got it, it turned into a thought virus and it changed and then it jumped into real life. And that we're a lot of conspiracy that I that I have seen and truly you get to the very bottom of starts with jokes. It starts with people making shit up. There was like a thing I was looking at this morning that came up called the Taxel Host, because Taxel Hoax, which is a thing that we are working on. We're gonna be working on some big historical series connected to. We've been hinting at this called it's about the French Revolution. We've been talking about this. I don't know when it's gonna drop, but we are already working on it. Oh, and cool. One of the you didn't realize there is also like as far back as then. You jump into a world of conspiracy theory about the French Revolution and why it was started. And a lot of it came from the the writings about the fact that it was an anti-Catholic Christian movement to create a godless socialist world. Like that was like one thing. That's how it started was because it came from a hoax called the Taxel hoax, which was a fake script as a parody of the uh, what if this was real? What if the Illuminati was real? It would look like this, blah, 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 blah. People later on took that document and said, here's the evidence that was written at the time for how these systems work. And you're like, so you just watch. It's like one step of how like something jumps from like a funny idea. Fuck. Like they do it to make fun of how ridiculous this would be. How ridiculous it would be if this was real at the time. And then all of a sudden someone else takes it as concrete reality. Then it has become concrete reality. And that's it. That's how it's born. But it's weird then it then in some weird kind of way becomes real because people are acting on the information as if it is real. 
You know right. what I mean? So you're so now you've made it real. That's how w- reality works. You now now it is real because you made it real. Yeah, and and that's it's crazy how like similar the like the French Revolution like situation was to to modern society in We're a way. We're dealing with a, co- a constant issue, which is the g- massive gap between the super wealthy and the poorest of the poor, right? Like that idea of that lack of representation. Like, you know, we've all, you played Civ, right? Have you yeah, played Civ? <laughs> of course. We know how to keep people. Like I say this, like, <laughs> like you know, you got to get some circuses in there. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? You got to get people. Technically, that's what we do. Yeah. Which uh, is why, do people not call you like CIA agents and shit? Do people not attack you? No, not that. I don't get that. I'm not a misinformation agent. I'm not. Oh, a, okay. I'm not a jester that's like, look over here while we uh, set the nukes up, you know? Uh, but do you know, though? Do you know if you're not? Because you and fucking, because you worked for fucking big TV, man. That's the problem. <laughs> You've been, you and Adam are out there all laughing it up. Oh, <laughs> had- <laughs> and engaging the whole world love. Oh, look at them. Look how, how we can't possibly be in free being free. What fall. a cover. Those- Travel the country, <laughs> uh, meet with assorted heads of uh, industry and uh, the veiled prophet and assorted <laughs> Illuminati. Yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. You know, all your va- very favorite local watering holes. <laughs> yeah. Even the idea of like the Illuminati and uh, I, that feels like a very realistic conspiracy, but even without. It exists without the name or any of the mystical shit around it. You're like, what is the Illuminati? A, a handful of super powerful people who can control uh, everything that happens in the world. The it's corporatocracy like, we're yeah, currently in. We have yes. that. We have it's that. It. It, whether they wear fucking robes and like are putting secret messages on the dollar bill, don't doesn't even matter really in the long run. It's well, like that's where I like that's why I really do think like what I've now come to discover, like again, human qualities. Things have human qualities. The CIA in and of itself has a sense of humor about the way they do things. Like they are in a hacky way that it's real. Or if you go to the CIA spy museum, if you go to the spy museum in Washington, D.C. And by the way, uh, when I was 14 years old with my family and we went to Washington, D.C. to do sightseeing, drove Mm -hmm. down from New York City, from Long Island, I was like, the only thing I want to go to is the FBI museum. (laughs) Of course, no, I was the same way. I was obsessed as a little kid. I loved all this shit. But the CIA, the spy museum is a giant blowjob. I'm calling it the CIA museum because it's just a giant blowjob to the CIA. Yeah. And they do it all tongue in cheek. It's all funny little jokes. It's like, I don't know if you've ever stayed at the Watergate in D.C. Yeah. It's like now it's like a funny, like ironic, like, ooh, it's like you don't have to break in. Like they do all this like funny things. Now that is like that is funny. But this gets at one of my major issues. They have monetize their own crimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, and they're these making money off of it. That's like, yes. oh, I'm visiting fucking like the Florida flight school where uh, the 9-11 flight. Oh, you know, whoa. Like, yeah, you get to like sit in the copter, like be a 9-11 pilot. Yeah, like right. it is very, but it's weird. Like you go and you, but you can see like how they spin things off of, in their, to kind of see where things go too. Like there is a playful aspect to the way they are playing, literally playing with our brains. Like they go into internet forums and they blow it up and they, they like, it, it is, it, that is completely real. People joke about ops being in the chat, but ops are in the chat. Like they are, they, they send them out to kind of defenestrate various pieces of information and make things real. Like that's kind of a part of the, a little bit of a, a info war 
to use the term. Like, literally, like, that's what they do. <laughs> to like, use the term, my favorite TV show. <laughs> my favorite television show. Um, but it's it's also funny, but it, but in but the other end, it, it only has a certain effect. Right. right. Like, it's not... It's not as powerful as they would like us to think, and they get off on us thinking. Like, they like the feeling. It helps them. It, it helps them for you to think that the CIA, the NSA, or this is more capable. Yeah. Yes, like deep force where you're like, well, actually, it's a group of, it's a group of humans. It's humans in a room that are just jobs are, that they're literally mischief makers. That's like what they do. They create smoke screens. They do the, that's kind of like their entire life. And so right. a and, lot and, of it and spills make, onto us. Right. And then we, we're we not sure. Uh, if we're in a case of like, I'm not sure what's real, what's, that's, they're winning. Like if we're they're like, winning. Oh, they're, yeah, they're shattering yeah. the thing, which is like why like somebody like what, what Trump was like attacking truth and then playing against them, fighting them, but they're acting offended. It's like a whole thing where it's like that during a time period where it was like, oh, I'm supposed to defend the FBI. Like I'm right. not, I'm not ready for this. Like, I'm Sorry. not ready to, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hate this. Um, we, we look at an example, right? Like, just this, just the last couple of weeks, I've talked about it on the show, but, like, we watched with these four objects that got shot down on yes. the outside. This is a great, good. This is a, a zeitgeisty 100% in this world, and I, I, I'd love to talk about it with you, so let's let's. It's happening. Rip. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, we've, so it starts with the Chinese spy balloon that we let, we, quote, unquote, let go across United States of America, and then we blew it up when it was safe, right? We say that was because we we let it go because we were getting intelligence from how the 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 spy balloon was operating. We wanted to see what it did and what it measured. So it's like that's how why we said we let it. I also think the reason why we let it is because the United States of America doesn't need balloons. We're watching them from space. So what they're doing, and that it seems to be there's like another layer, right? It's like were they floating that the balloon seems pretty obvious. The balloon seems like one of those things that they were doing. There's some forums that are saying that it was in response to how we are dealing with like Taiwan and dealing with things going on inside of China. Right. So that there's like a little, like you want to start this, you want to, you want to do this? Like maybe (laughs) there's that. So that's one weird psyop level. No clue what is it happening here. Right. But you notice they shot the spy balloon. They would scooped it right up. Right. And they were like, got it. Got the balloon and showed all the stuff. And, they, you know, a guy, like, doing the hunter stance. Like, he was doing a Tinder, like, profile picture of <laughs> right, him, right. like, yeah, with the spy balloon. So then we started shooting these objects out of the sky. One outside of Alaska, right, which we know that was, they said specifically was not a balloon. But we blew it because of the way that it operated when we shot it, right? Because they said it shattered, right? right so there's that right. thing. <laughs> then there's the right. thing that they tracked over. They tracked an object over Montana, and then they blew it up over Lake Huron. That was the one they said was most similar to a balloon. And then there was an object that they shot that was the one over Canada, which was octagonal, right? Octagonal shaped, what they said, with antennas hanging off the side of it. And then they blew it up. And then you remember, we're all like, everybody's freaking out. So they're blowing these, they're blowing these things up out of the sky. And then the first thing they say is, we're going to get this, we're going to get this wreckage. And we're going to get right to the bottom of this. And we're going to tell the United States of America because this, this is transparent as hell. We're transparent as hell. Meanwhile, there has been a massive, one of the biggest chemical disasters in our entire history <laughs> yeah, has just happened, right? Like, it's also just happened in, in, in Ohio. Like, so that's it. So there's a little bit of that. Like, are they trying to cover for that thing? What's going on with this shit? And it's like, so you're watching in time them play with messaging, like literally live them try to figure out how to message what the fuck's going on because this is the most we shot four objects down and over us airspace over like two weeks we've never done that before no ever 
not in my lifetime. That's what I, I was saying. Not in my lifetime. Potentially not ever over. It the, is at, at least not where we heard about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and yes, right. And so, like, this is technically the biggest news since Pearl Harbor, right? If right. this is all real, if this is a mass invasion of anything, it's huge. But then the next day, you know, three days later, they're making a huge deal about it. All of a sudden, breaks gets fucking slammed on the news cycle. Nothing. And then they're like, they come out and they say like, oh, there's no way we're going to find this wreckage. There's no way we're going to find it. We, we don't know what it is. And then they just let that thing fart out. They just don't. You notice we haven't heard dick. They had Biden said something. He came out and said that he's they're trying to keep it mysterious, but also not panic us. Right. So they're trying to say it's not UFOs. Or it's like or it's not aliens. It's not. So they're trying not to panic us. They're saying it's not another nas- sovereign national countries of origin. They don't think. And so they're trying not to freak us out. Then what the fuck was it? Why did we spend literally a million dollars to blow right, all those things out even of the, the sky? The missiles we use cost like the cost hundreds of, like of thousands of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Cause it's like you're watching cause it's a chain of events, right? You're paying a staff of like, it's, I want to say a missile. It's like several thousand people have to be enacted for one missile to fire. You know, it's like, Jeez. it's a huge chain. And so now it's like, so my, my theory was that it was private tech, that it was stuff that we either put up in the sky on purpose, right? And blew it up to show the world that we can knock something out of the sky the size of a Hyundai and we can get it. Like, we can get it like that. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, or is it just shit that was in the sky that we didn't even know was up there? And then you got private industry stuff that's just floating in the atmosphere that no one has any idea that it's there. And then they they went and accidentally spent millions of dollars to go blow up a bunch of shit that was just garbage, ostensibly. And then... Now they have to cover up. So it's like in, it, very similar to our favorite JFK conspiracy theory, which is that the Secret Service accidentally killed JFK in a moment, in a blunder, in a reaction to Lee Harvey Oswald's shot. It's a whole, this is a whole, whole book was written about this. And that the conspiracy, again, came down to covering up what, what actually happened. The worst workplace accident. In the right. history of America. That's like what this. I had heard this theory that Lee Harvey Oswald's shot set reaction fire, but like people just panicked. Not well, so the story is the long and short story. The, vo- the short version of it is that the JFK was going into the heart of like where he is the least liked. Right. right. You go in into Texas. He is not, you know, and he's a guy that was an elitist his whole life. Like JFK, while a very, truly a very good president, was not a, a blue blood. Uh, or trying yeah. to, he was a, he was blue blood and the secret service also didn't particularly like him. Right? Like he was Because they, they were running fucking cover on uh, his, his- All of his shit. His like pussy he, posse. <laughs> he all, literally, like they'd go, they'd call it his medicine for when he'd have to fuck. Like they'd have to go and get him his medicine. And so it was like a whole thing. So at night when they landed in Dallas, the Secret Service partied all night the night before. So they were hammered. Everybody got partied all night. And so the story is, is that it was a one dude that was a rookie 
that was up all night and in the motorcade was going, right? Because then this fits into my conspiracy theory that Lee Harvey Oswald wasn't even there to kill JFK. He was there to kill the governor of Texas, who he hated. And wrote in, he wrote in screeds about how much he hated the governor of Texas. Because, again, he was a socialist and actually vaguely liked JFK for being the only person to speak to China and Russia, right? Like, the idea of trying to negotiate. This is the whole thing. This is, the, again, who knows? Who fucking knows? But... So Lee Harvey Oswald goes up there to shoot the governor, accidentally shoots JFK instead. Now that shot goes off. Secret service car behind the JFK motorcade stops short. The guy gets up in response to it with an AK-47, which is true. He has his assault rifles that are underneath the the seats in in the limo. Unlike he's got with the safety off, he pulls it up to go. Car stops short. He falls back. Gun goes off. Blows the back of fucking JFK heads off, which is the reason why two different angles, two different bullets, right? Well, you got the steel metal jacket that went through him and into the governor, and then you have that one that literally exploded the back of his head. And so the conspiracy came at a choke point when they were all fighting over his body in the autopsy room because they were, there's that story of like, you're not, we're taking the body to DC and the autopsy, like the guy, the, the head of the, the Dallas, the, I forget what hospital, but he was like, no, 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 this is a homicide. We do it like we always do any homicide. We do it right here. We do it right now. And they're like, fuck that. No, we're taking him back to DC. And they took him brain and all on a plane out of there before the autopsy could even be officially done until they do it later. (laughs) And then it came for them trying to cover their ass, which is like, to me, like, but I also believe CIA had a motive to to kill him, right? And the mafia wanted to kill him. The Cubans wanted to kill him. And and like everybody wanted to kill JFK. But it's, there's something to that idea of the humanity in that moment and where conspiracies really seem to come from, which is small groups creating a little idea and that getting proliferated versus giant systemic planning. Because the one thing I have seen is that a lot of these guys don't know how to keep a fucking secret. Anyway, right. all these guys, half of them are on Rogan. You see these CIA guys that go on Rogan, just blah, 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 just fucking yip-yapping, <laughs> saying all these fucking secrets, which then you wonder, like, because that's the truth. They say the CIA just can't retire, that they don't retire. Right. You're always, you're always a company man. So you're wondering I, if they're like, here are the things you are allowed to talk about on podcasts. Or here you go, run, here's your, like, here's your shit. And then like, here's your fun thing that you can be a crazy person on that we can all be like, he's crazy on and use you as that opinion point, And we can keep play you. We'll we, keep we can run, run imagery. We can run uh, ideas through yeah. this person. But yeah, oh, that's where I get also, to. Also, like, imagine they told us back then uh, it was a, uh, it was an accident by someone in the Secret Service. We might not have been able to handle that as a people. Well, think, I feel like that's one of those things. Well, think about the investigations it would lead to and the hearings and the, the red tape and the and the other stuff that of, might come up about the oh, president, yeah. about the Everything. Secret Service, about the executive branch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every, all of that <laughs> shit. You know, no one's looking in that box. And so in order to, so you're, so they view in one way, again, governments are made of many, many little tiny little groups, subgroups on subgroups, and they, each one has their own agenda. So you have like something like that, where like that group literally just like, we are protecting the country. That's our view is that holding the respect of these offices is what is going to allow our country to, to succeed, which is whether or you just decide whether or not you believe that. Like I got into yeah. a big drunken argument with me and my friend last night. We were joking about that concept of like, you know, like I want our 
CIA. I want uh, the United States of America's deeply troubling and evil intelligence community to win because if not, we're fucked. Yeah, so, I, I don't here, like the fucked. fights that they're picking, but I'm not yeah, going to yeah, root yeah. for them to lose. I like It's a complicated It's, it's weird. It's weird yeah. because I don't want them fucking with people outside of the United States of America, but they're also definitely fucking with us too. So it's this whole like... It's it's weird, but then I meet mem- like I've had members of the CIA like email me. It's really funny like to get a bur- we got I once one of my f- favorite emails I've got was an email from a burner account that says, "Hey, just want to you know there's a a huge contingency at the NSA or we're huge fans." And they showed it was like five challenge coins, just a picture of five challenge coins on a table, and then the the email deleted itself. It was awesome. I was like, this oh. is the fucking, like, he did it for me. I was like, that, thank you. That's for me. Thank you for a little spy dance. Oh, that's like, thank so you for giving rad. me my conspiracy theory yeah. juice. You know, like, you're close. It, you're getting closer, Henry. <laughs> like, that's all you need to hear. And yeah, you exactly. don't even realize you're accidentally uh, an operating wing of the CIA by. Well, do we talk, you know, I talk about, I joke about it on the show about how, like, I just come out and say I'm a CIA agent. Yeah. Like, am because... I helping or hurting I? them or, yeah. Am I helping? I, I don't know. You're a smart, I don't know. informed guy, but are, is it all in the information they want you to have? I don't know. Care? I don't know. And then, like, on, certain, on some level, like, it gets me closer to the... That's where the weed and the mushrooms and, and, and a year of meditation came in, where, like, all of a sudden, now I'm way more... It, I, it's kind of about personal transformation. I do believe that many ways the government doesn't want people to understand like how psychically powerful you are and what it can do, like how you can change your life and your surroundings just with that type of like perspective. But I don't think I just think the government doesn't care up to a certain point and that they just let us kind like they they just don't want us to they don't want to reveal what they learn from their weird psychic research. A lot of it would probably which is nothing, but like but you, you, we. There's probably a lot more to the the reality that they are. They have bumped up on a couple of times that they don't really want us to know necessarily. We are in the thick of March Madness. It's upon us. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big with the nonstop action on my bookie. Whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting on the eventual national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props, MyBookie has got you covered. Getting started with MyBookie is easy. Visit the website online, make your first deposit, and use promo code MIGHTY to claim an exclusive deposit bonus. That's promo code MIGHTY, M-I-G-H-T-Y, to claim some extra money on top of your initial deposit. That's promo code MIGHTY to claim some extra money on top of your initial deposit. With hundreds of thousands in prizes for March Madness and weekly blackjack tournaments, you can turn your game day into payday with my bookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Promo code MIGHTY! Winter is here. And for me, that means struggling to find the right temperature when I sleep. I recently found a way to stay at the perfect temperature all night long using silver-infused bedsheets by Miracle Brand that were inspired by NASA. You know me. I run hot. I'm a big boy. So the self-cooling properties that the uh, Miracle Brand sheets have, ooh, better quality sleep. 
Using silver-infused fabrics originally developed by NASA, Miracle Brand sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temp all night long. They're self-cleaning. That means the sheets are infused with natural silver, prevents 99.9% of bacterial growth, leaving them staying cleaner and fresher for three times longer than other sheets. Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands. Who doesn't want better sleep and luxurious-feeling sheets? Better for your skin, too. Stop sleeping on bacteria. Clean sheets means less black bacteria to clog your pores and fewer breakouts and other skin problems. And that means you look younger and prettier. Go to TryMiracle.com slash Mighty. That's TryMiracle.com slash Mighty. T-R-Y-M-I-R-A-C-L-E dot com slash M-I-G-H-T-Y. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Save over 40%. Be sure to use our promo code MIGHTY at checkout to save even more and get three free towels. And Miracle is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, if you're not a hundo P satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Brand. Go to TryMiracle.com slash Mighty and use the code MIGHTY to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40%. There's too many like pockets, like you say, all these small, like there's too many pockets of things that like hallucinogens are uh, illegal. Hippie, like hippies, uh, yes. hippies were. And they also, they, they do, they, they also seeded groups. I believe that during the 1960s where they used acid to also destabilize things yeah. before oh. people understood it. You know, like they literally, then, then we just loved it. Well, put it this way. <laughs> Hippies had some of the better the best opinions about the future of America, but got really caught up in fucking and drugs. And yeah. that feels like that feels like if I if my job Push. is to Yeah, if I'm playing Civ and I'm like people are people are acting up over here and they're they're starting to say like they're starting to pull at some threads going like, How come we we're not all universally loving each other? How come People aren't free. And hey, have you like, guys ever tried listening to what it's like when a when a guitar plays off its own feedback? Yeah, like whoa, fucking shit, whoa, dude. It's and like Jimmy let them Hendrick. have acid, get them acid, get them acid. <laughs> Yo, we should get. Let's send like five fucking you know like squeaky froms in there and get everyone fucking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, then the and then Charles Manson. That's what they talk about. That's the big CIA conspiracy theory of the the sixties is that Manson was planted and that those, that was a, in order to kill the hippie movement that they, right. they turn America him. against the hippie. That, yes. We, literally somehow hippies who, and like I, I was a fucking 15 year old kid in the nineties going dirty, saying dirty hippie. Oh and, yeah. And now at 41, I look back on hippies and I'm like, I didn't agree with their clothes, but every other thing about their life was fucking smart choices. That's where everyone I know it, who's my age and feeling lost in like uh, what society is and feeling like we can't get a victory because buying a home seems like I am, you know, it's like, really intense. It's like, you know, it's a up, it's a deep uphill climb that they have made to make. It's weird because in some way you're like, this is kind of where we're getting. I feels like we're at a tipping point. Because I agree, we, we are are like it is getting the barrier is getting so high for anybody to jump into what's supposed to be quote unquote a stable middle living class life life yeah their yeah, life yeah. yeah and that that is the center the American like, that's why dream say, if we want to use their terminology that is the American, the American dream, dream. is is fur further from reach for more people than ever before and yeah so you, you wonder why conspiracy theories are fucking. <laughs> 
flourishing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there it's like there is a thing because they really do believe there is a system built against them and there is but it's not lizard people it's just money it's, it's just like this, yeah it's, it's how they and how they spread the money you know but like, how and- appealing right now does it would it sound if i was like henry i think you know about 15 of these 30 people but i bought a huge plot of land <laughs> like in norcal and we're gonna build it's- a bunch of cabins up there we got some t- we got some like early we already specials. talking about it we're already our whole crew's saying- already talking about it it's hard not to like look back at what the hippies did, hippies were doing, and see like how it would be antithetical to what the the system, the power system, the power structure would want. Oh and yeah, because so again, you're not stuff. feeding back in. You're not feeding back in. And then we were not. It, it's so funny though. It's like our generation, unlike our father's generation, is like getting mellower as we get older. Like it seems like our an understanding more and trying to let more of the kind of compassion in. And I think partially it's because of what we are our, our age experience between like the first recession. Well like 9/11 obviously live. You know, we got we had 9/11 live in high yeah. school. You know what I mean? Like we saw that before it was cool. You know, like and now you're like it's that same I didn't have shit. 9/11 on my iPod, man. I had it on vinyl, dog. I had it on vinyl, dude. But like it's that shit. We we were traumatized. So hopefully on some level it allows us to grow and learn. Um I mean also But we also how- saw we also saw and like the, I, I'm going to shrink this down to my perspective but i can imagine there's shades and parallels for a lot of people i saw my dad work his whole life die eight years before retirement everything in his life was geared towards retirement he got a house he's like i just got to get my kids to college this that the other thing then he passed away and what life did he live luckily he was a union guy and and had like protections and like some stuff in place that helped my family after he passed you were taught that he lived you yeah. weren't taught that that's what, I mean, that's what my father, my father said, the father is basically called the ATM. And then he's like, that's what fathers do. They work. They go to some place and work. I remember when I first got my first job and my dad was like, congrats, you're going to be working every day for the rest of your fucking life. And he was just like, that's all he and ever that's like did an honor. Work. Yeah, I know. My- yeah, yeah, it's, and then now, and then when he stopped working, because then he fully retired and then it's like nothing mattered and he just wasn't. He was like, we lost stop purpose. Having people friends. lose people lose purpose, and work isn't our purpose. I no. don't. I'm not positive what the human purpose is. I'm gonna cornally say love, but I well, don't think like and, I actually do think that we serve a practical purpose. I think consciousness holds reality together. Wow. So we think just our Hell being here. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> our shit. Like I, there was one theory I read that I think is really interesting. That the idea that the entire universe is held together by like tent poles of consciousness that literally generate reality and that you are you you create that's kind of what it is the that's why we are the essential manifestation of the universe which is the mouth of the 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 thing that makes things and now, so we pop I, up from time to time from that perspective is it a very bad thing that it seems to be at least in this country on a small scale and I'm assuming globally we all seem to be existing in different realities a little I, bit. Well, now we're, st- I think that, so I always had a theory that the internet, the internet's hardwired subconscious, right? It is the internet. That's why like 
to pull to get real petty like why i've had arguments with like entertainment professionals and people who run like like media companies about how like i just recently had a conversation with a person that was like a big up with i was just like you guys all keep treating the internet like it's movies and television and it's not it's literally the human it's neutral it's the human mind that is we are just you you can cultivate your own little crew on the internet you don't need millions and millions and millions of people you just need your people and you can live a really good like life entertaining a, a pocket of people like on the internet but, but basically just this idea that like it's it's all of our thoughts that are just getting pumped into shit all the time and so it's like we're it's a it's a hardwired version of it and we're just pumping thoughts into the internet and everyone's thoughts are being pumped in the internet and then you go and gather up whatever collection of thought and then you go Whoa, this little section here over in the right wing uh, fucking uh, blogosphere lines up with a few of my thoughts. I don't know about this blood libel. It becomes your whole. Yeah, exactly. But it becomes it's 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 interesting because you can. But people don't understand right now. Like, that's the issue. Right. Is that kind of media literacy is that the part of the, the difference right now we're seeing is that they're unlike the what the Internet kind of used to be. So in the guise of trying to make it safer for people, quote unquote, safer for kids and stuff like that, we created these algorithms, this idea of like, <laughs> it's going to focus you towards something It's going to bring stuff. But the, it's, a, it's a legitimate issue that people don't understand that what they see on their computer and on their feeds are chosen not what everybody else. And yes. they're not they're they're not truly choosing that. No. And it's not just coming from the ether. They are sending it to you. By yeah. your choices that you've made and that you just re-edify it. Like I've been dealing with this issue on my Instagram where there was one time I clicked on a picture of what like let's just say it was a woman with a low cut shirt on, right? And I just wanted I just wanted to I see I want to see it. the full frame. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I clicked it and I didn't realize it until it expanded. It was a very old woman with a very big, with very big set of boobs, and it was a gilf. And now my entire found page just turned into gilfs. It turned into older women with either like literally, have you seen this no teeth thing? Where women sucking on stuff with like no teeth and their, their, their boobies hanging out and stuff. It's Bro, like, oh. I haven't connected to that yet, but I talk about this all the time. My inter- my algorithm, my Instagram algorithm seems to know me better than I know me. It's unfair. Because then like, sometimes, well, like now I'm looking at them. Right. And now and I, I the problem is, but, I, but there's a problem is that now... It states I like it, but no, I'm just sickly horrified and, and captivated. But now I'm aroused by it. Eventually I will be. I feel like that's what they're gonna do. They're training me. Well, and and that's that's the crazy thing. Cause like that's I always make I was trying to make work this into a stand-up chunk, but it's like I like scuba diving videos a lot because I'm an underwater guy, so I'm watching scuba diving videos. I also happen to click every once in a while if it's some fucking smoke show pin up pin up type is model. There for, it is just something because I'm I, at the dentist. I'm in I, some horrible scenario. I need to look at. I'm looking at a bikini. I'm a right forty now. year old heterosexual man who sometimes is like in a trailer for seven hours waiting for yeah. something to happen. Yes. So yes. I maybe like, and then now my for you page features busty scuba divers. Now I can't imagine the population is that large now i feel like i'm not the you only just, one who has that on their algorithm i'm sure there are other hetero many uh, many many i even you just say in the words 
I bet yeah, you people my algorithm this episode might end up getting activated. Who knows? Immediately. But, but, it, but that idea is like the horny side of the algorithm, which is scary enough that it can kind of like fuck with your pleasure center. Oh, and, very much so. And if it knows that and then adds a little bit of hate or something that uh, the in. power structure needs or wants out of you, like all of a sudden, what if? They wanted grandmothers, like, what if systematically somehow the people in power would gain money or power, more power, from, from older women getting fucked? <laughs> and then it's like, they can actively see that uh, idea out there. Now, I know, I don't, I can't figure out the jump. I don't but- <laughs> know yet. I don't know what the connection is, but I do understand. But on some level, like, yes, qui bono. Who's yeah. benefiting from the gilfs? I don't. I feel like there's... I know the the stockholders of Meta certainly are, and the yes. people and the people who hold the most Meta stockholders, and also they learn a lot about our behavior, and like right? they learn a lot about how we click, how long we click. There's sometimes that, that ProPublica you... shit is like all that kind of like terrible. Oh yeah, yeah and they, yeah. They, they have all those breakdown. Even just I think just like the analytics we have just on the podcasting is interesting. Like what you can have access to and find out. Like well, just more like it's it's on it's kind of shallow in one way because it's you know like obviously uh, location and length that people listen and blah blah blah. But you can learn a lot about how what people feel about just that level. But just by state, by time, listen, you can kind of figure out what people are into over time once you put more and more of that data together. Uh, but there's it is interesting to also see that I, I wonder where the fuck that what does that lead to? Like, the, do you want to is it a repulsion factor? No, in a way, not saying that gilfs aren't fuckable and 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 viable, because I right. think that they are. I hope we have a gilf president like <laughs> I, mean, I, I want it. Well, I'll tell Merkel. you what, we're not going to we're not going to have. We'll have a gilf president before we have a woman president. Like, yo, yes, only no, it will be an, it will be an old woman. <laughs> yes, it will be an old first woman president. If Absolutely. you ran, if you ran a fucking like soda shop, and a seventy-five-year-old person came in and said, "I want to work at your soda shop," you'd go, "I'm Get- sorry." Just where's your son? Yeah, you, I you need to not be here. Like, I don't is... want you. You don't seem like a pot. And also, I want you to just enjoy the remaining years of your Please life. Please retire. Please yeah. sit. And Please that's do what's, some... this yeah. what's fucking kind of crazy. What's going on right now? Well, uh, maybe that's the issue. I that's where again conspiracy theories like on one side. How do you like, not get nihilistic that if everyone making the decisions for your future only has a between five and ten years left of their lives. Like, well, that's again, that's, <laughs> that's the real, that's the real, real shit. Is that they don't care about the future. They don't right. care about the future because they don't have one. They're and I'm not going to lie, I'm having a hard time as I'm not, I'm not a father, but I'm having a hard time caring about the future right now because the present is so in my face, and it's and it almost feels like that's convenient. You know what I mean? That I'm dealing with constantly like, with like. Uh, injustice, this, that, anything that they could do on on all these kind of like medium level fights. While at the top, they're just sure. like burn, uh, burn the earth. Well, I think we actually can get a. We figured out how to turn a pelican into a missile. Like you know, like <laughs> there's like some like massive science breakthrough that we'll never understand that just only serves to do something deeply cryptic instead of like <laughs> fixing everything. We were joking. Me and my buddy were joking last night. I feel like I feel like if all 
they just turn the entire system on to fix the environment. We like whack it out in 20 years and just be done with it. Like if we just did it, that's what America can. If we did the draft for (laughs) the environment, like we just whack it out. We would just, we, we'd, we'd fix it. We would just be like, we would, in 15 years, we would be flying to fucking other countries and going, let us fix your fucking environment for money. Here you go. Bang, 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 bang. But there's, they don't care. And so the real conspiracy theory is the concept of they just don't give a living shit if we die. And if we die during the process of it, they don't care what it's go- doing to our bodies because, again, everybody who's making a decision is f- about to die. And, and they also, are all, anecdotally, they the, anecdotally, the tier below people who are about to die but are still in the power structure, what we know about millionaires and billionaires, a lot of their culture is based around living longer, having children, and uh, creating their own nepotism systems. <laughs> and, and having, like, safe havens. Oh like, yeah. Jeff yeah. Bezos, my my conspiracy theory with Bezos is that he's been preparing to be a part of like have you ever heard of like the idea of a break off civilization? Yes. Yeah. Like, like an like arc, like more yes. or less. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And that Bezos, I think, was beta testing his concept of, oh, I'll just live in space when he did his little space trip. Cause yeah. right before then he was like being really he was like hardcore, like he he was like being real flippant about it. And then I think what happened is that he went up in that little plane because they just take you up and down, right? And he realized how much it sucks to be in space, like how much it physically sucks. Like you go up there, it is, you are not, you are, it sounds like you're just sick the entire right. time. Yeah, it, you know, people don't adapt to that shit instantly. It takes yeah. a long time <laughs> and, then it, and it hurts you. And then coming back is bad for your body, like all that shit. So maybe like at the, I think he went up there and he realized, oh, we ain't really near where we need to be for this to be a, a an actual viable thing for me. Like we're not jumping to space yet. Like, here, here, I, and I'm the richest man in the world. And I'm like, I'm not, we're not ready for this. So he's like, maybe we should think about the environment. You know, because you notice he changed. He came back and he was like, oh, we need to do these like environmental things. Seeing Earth from the top made me realize (laughs) I can maybe try saving this instead. But meanwhile, these guys all like own islands off of New Zealand and shit. Like they all have like, and they're clearly stockpiling food and growing crops and have like, you know, they're going to fucking. uh, I won't name names. Incubators and shit. Yeah. I won't name names, but I was on a set with some very high level comedians that talked about having a warehouse filled with clean water that they had all like put money in, right? They had all like, they have like a, like it was a timeshare, but it was fresh water. And you're like, that was a thing I heard. And I was just like, that's real. Cause you want to talk conspiracy? It's that stuff. It's an, it's cause I have normal like people that help me with like trying to do things with money, right? Like that are just say stuff like, you should put it in Apple. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not like you should be hoarding fresh water. That is the real Illuminati telling just celebrities to do this shit. Because that's the thing. They know I know a celebrity who got like an IPO on Moderna. <laughs> like, yeah, like, 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 like right before I was like, what? And he's like, yeah. Uh, yeah like, like, what was that? I wouldn't be telling people that someone told you to buy Moderna stock. Yeah, it was like November 2019. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. But it's that is those weird things where you're like, all right, the, 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 the what is conspiracy theory? It seems it's it. Sometimes I wonder if it's quick little movements. 
quick little jags where somebody like you make a little move like that with a little group of people and you get in and out like a little like conspiracy heist or a group of people because you could also probably have safely bet at some point where you're like well you know if you're a truly cynical fucked up person during that time period you could have been like well trump dissolved the pandemic team and at some point one of them's gonna hit right so like we do with vegas you should put some money just in case we're betting on the end of the world. hedge your bets, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want, it's like the guys that all freak, they all talk about how excited they are about recessions. Like, they really are. Like, stock guys love recessions because then they get to re-up. They get to re-choose what are the businesses that make next, that that are, that make, that recover. They get to choose. Not, not to, uh, this is going to be some real work <laughs> of fiction here, but just jumping back to what you said about Bezos downshifting from space to the to Earth. Really makes me think of like, all right, look, Elon Musk, this freak has a lot of money, but he might actually be able to get us to outer space. So let's like chill with him for a little bit. Oh, yeah. They they go up. They go up to outer space, come down. He goes, outer space ain't good. It's like, well, we then we don't need Musk. Kill the dude. Make him yeah. buy Twitter. Let's talk. <laughs> let's, like, you know what I mean? Like, and then it's like now Elon Musk is just not in the power. Like, you know, they just like he's back to the fucking G League Whoosh. with the rest of us. Yeah, exactly. He just became another fucking celebrity. He he downgraded himself from like one of the most like cryptic true powers inside of the United States of America. They gave him crazy shit. And what did he do with it? He dug a hole. He took a mile long hole. <laughs> and it's just sitting there. There's nothing in it. You know, that's my whole thing. It's more like we'll see what comes from him. But I just feel like the Twitter thing was very dumb. Uh, well, well, all, obviously, yes, like, of course. It's all, but, I mean, this is what the problem is because it's not real investments. It's all like keeping your name in the in the public eye so that the stocks that you own a, a lot of get notched up. Like, because that's the weird steering too. Is like if you can make Tesla stock go up three bucks, that doesn't seem like a lot for people. But if you have all of the stock, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, but that's. I guess it's one of those things that's almost confusing about it where you're like, it's, it's such a waste. Like what he did was such a waste. And this is all just so dumb. It's just so like, like again, yeah. Like why, why would you, you lowered your, your, your own side. And it's such short term games. Where are our real Lex Luthers? Where are they? Well, here's the thing. They exist. They don't have, they're not, they're not, they're not responding to employees on Twitter. Oh shit! I'm getting a flash flood warning. Oh, no. oh yeah, and, dude, we're uh, gonna get. You both are, are you in Sorry. this part where our entire? Um. Oh, that was in, not in. Uh, nope, it was a missing persons. Whoops. Uh, even oh, oh no, you got an amber alert or a, sil yeah. a, gray, a silver alert? Yeah, not silver. Uh, not a guilf alert. Not a missing guilf. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, my missing guilf for. But the the people, the Lex Luthers aren't responding to their employees on Twitter, no. aren't uh, making No, they're the Bilderberg group. The they're Lex the ones Luthers hoarding all are, the water. The Lex Luthers have water and are puppeting Elon Musk. And like, no, he, they love that he's doing because then he takes all the heat. Right, and he's then he, the negative billionaire. And yes. then even Bill Gates, who's ostensibly like mostly seems like a, a, he's trying to be a decent guy, is benefiting from all like this cover that is run like you know <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah exactly he's the on the other side doing his own like but i uh, it's so hard because then these days especially like what 
what is the main narrative? You know what I mean? Like, you watch all of this stuff, and you're like, more than ever, especially, you know, 2020 had that kind of psychological effect on all of us being made into indoor... Oh, I just got it too. There you go. <laughs> oh, God. Endangered missing advisory. Oh, God. Endangered missing what? Endangered missing advisory? Oh, yeah, that's just from the... Wow, that's scary. I wonder who it is. Terrifying. That's terrifying. Um, oh my god, it's America Ferrara! We gotta go find her! Too symbolic! <laughs> We've gotta find her! We've lost America! <laughs> uh, oh god, what was I saying? What was I yelling about? I don't we were, know. Uh, we were kind of talking oh, yeah. about... Uh, big uh, Musk is like running cover for... Yeah, like, for some horse shit. It's just, what's the main narrative? Oh yeah, that's I don't know. Sorry. We're all playing... We're just... It's weird because... Now everybody is an investigative journalist because of the ability, you know, the the things that we have at our fingertips in terms of the internet. We don't know what's real and what's not real, and people have lost more of a concept of what's real and what's not real. Media Stuff literacy like the, is shattered, and it's not just old people like I originally thought. It's all like, of us. Yeah. I struggle. I struggle, and I look at several. I know the way to do it, which is you need to look at several sources that are diametrically opposed and look what lines up. And then also look at like what are the and then from outside, you know, like I try to if I if I can, I try to read a story from the Guardian on something like something from the outside of the United States, like like Al Jazeera. How do they look at us yeah. from the outside? What is their reaction? What's our what's the state saying? What are the people saying? And you you kind of mix them all up. It's very difficult to consider do. consider the messenger. You know what I mean? Like if yes. someone if and someone is an entertainment podcast and no offense to present company, you don't have true. to take what they say as no yeah like you better not the whole point is you're supposed to check you're supposed to we're having a fun discussion but your goal is to you know for yourself you're supposed to ed figure it out for your goddamn self you gotta go like but i hate now the term do your own research it's more just understanding that there's many ways me information can be manipulated and it's about how you do it and and, and you know in the very end you know you get a super high conversation about what's objective truth i don't know but that's, yeah and then know. and that's there are there are people and using continuing using last pod as a, a example there are people who are taking like the dynamic you guys have with your crowd and using using it for not Bad. just clout not not for clout entertainment and ad money and patreon money there are people who are using it to steer fucking communities to, to like, fuck with people to fuck and with a, people yeah but that's the thing to is hurt like really people to hurt people because yeah. in the end that's what it is it's hurting people for their own benefit like we do a comedy show that does it we try to the utmost extent like each episode has 25 hours of fucking work packed into the back end of it and it is we got four researchers we're doing everything possible to at least if i'm fucking around with stuff i know what's real and what's not real and i purposely joke about what's not real because i'm allowed to because it's a comedy show but again right. it's having a, the general understanding to the audience like we try to cover all aspects of a scenario now it's for you you have to go and kind of decide whatever it is that you believe because right. in our mind like I believe I am of the old school where I can balance several ideas that don't match up in my head at once. You right. know what I mean? Like I can put it's the superpower in modern society because it's so hard for people to like hold two thoughts, uh, two opposing thoughts in their head at any given I moment. 
but it's mostly understanding it's 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 true to one side and the other side it's also true to them so like what's true to you like what's you're in the middle right so we have to but it really does kind of feel that they've you've really like now put it on us that's like they all made a big show the fact that like you know nobody like during the 2016 however I, I feel like i get into the whole people calling me like having like trump derangement syndrome but i just don't think they understand as a media person how much it changed the landscape from the inside you know like i don't right. think it changed the the uh, per, people who don't work in media's life as significantly may I mean obviously you know people who were affected by his policies but like somebody like us it really affected our our work dealing with that presidency right. and now that they shattered the idea of anything that is like real or not in a, in a really intense way like they are still using that cover you know once, like once the people in power learned that the people they have power over can go well, despite all the evidence, he said it didn't happen. I yeah, they can still they le- hold. They still once got. They learned that uh, the pa- people in power were like, "Well, fuck! Now we can like literally do whatever we want and just do whatever." We didn't we do that. <laughs> no, and it feels like a lot of these big, weird, intelligent. And I'm not even narratives. being left and right right here. By the no, way, no, me neither. Yeah, I no, consider it, myself it's... a leftist, but everyone in power realized, well, we could kind of just do whatever we want now because everything is up. Unfortunately, everything is up for debate as to whether or not it really happened and how it happened and why it happened. There's no concrete. It just seems like so people are like, "Fuck it, I'll just do it." Biden, Biden can just like I'll do whatever I want. The right, the people on the right are gonna shit all over everything I do. Nothing, and you're I'm not getting blind on the boat. support from fucking li- white liberal moms anyway. So let me just fucking go ham. Yeah. Yes, yes, because he can't. He can do whatever he wants. Right. I mean, it's, 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 it's interesting, and I, I think that we're suffering from. I, I like the term internet poisoning. Mm-hmm. A little bit. I think that people like we were never supposed to have this much data at once. Our brains were not built for this amount of of incoming information. We shouldn't know this many people's opinions. No, and they they either use it or just ride on top of it like in the way that they disseminate information. I think that what happened with the like I keep focusing on the object story just because like the object story is one of the first stories I've seen in a second that like you saw several narratives being tested and played out in a period of literally time. for each one, there was like a new. They're like, oh, this one could be like a group of weird old weather nuts in fucking yes. Michigan or whatever. They floated that. They literally even used a pun. They floated that. They floated several things above, and then you're dealing with the the oh, East Palestine chemical spill on underneath it, right? Which is this is something the shit else entirely. Got, let's talk about this for a little bit because this is the kind of shit that gets me. I, as a diehard fan of Aaron Brockovich, Dark Waters, yes. uh, the the Rainmaker. All these like system like because that's not like the fucking East Palestine thing is fucking awful. And we're going to f- see the repercussions of this for decades. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's 20. It's going to be the new. It's going to be the Camp Lejeune of uh, of our right. generation. Right. It's yeah. going to be like Exxon Valdez, but have more of an effect on humans than. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's going to be. Yeah. Deep. Then Pelican. Yeah. And, and seagulls and shit. It's going to yeah, be. We're not going to be able gonna... to put Dawn on some fucking eight year old who's got like. We should point. try it though. Hey, I'm like, I, I mean, like, I, will. <laughs> they will. It's like, I dollars are out there. If they really wanted to fix the narrative, that's what we were all joking about. Even on the show, we were joking about. We we're like, I want to see you drink the water on camera. 
Right. Drink the water. Like, pour water out of a fucking faucet. I want to see Buttigieg. I want to have a thermos of Ohio water, and I want to watch him drink it so that we can see that it's clean. You know, they tried to do it, and then there was conspiracy theory about that that was fake. Just have one kid come on covered in toxic waste, and we wash him on camera. Yeah, we and I feel Z- like they were- Zach Morris, uh, Mark Paul Gosselaire <laughs> washes him with Dawn soap. <laughs> it was, it will change the narrative. But it's this it's is weird. one of those things. Uh, sorry, just to f- yes. uh, wrap up this thought. Well, that this is an acute, awful thing. But that is like there is systematic, like lightly stripping away of things that protect humans themselves, like employees of these train companies and make their lives better and 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 would take a little bit of money out of stockholders. A little bit. And would a make a little bit. But would save the plant, like would save like this is an acute, terrible instant of something that can happen. But we've been systematically fucking these people over. People who have trains that go through their towns. God no like all that shit is fucking that's bad. Oh, it's very really bad. Yeah, and, Wait, and, and then and we're just seeing like once, and there everyone's like, "Well, we took." They will took take care, care of this. Of yeah, and they'll be like, "We took care of it." It'll be like, "We didn't put anything in place to stop it from happening again." We did. The emails like- I got emails during that time period where it's like the really concerning thing. Apparently, is not just the, it wasn't even just that one. It was just like how often it happens. Right. And this and just that, happens we don't, to be the we one don't that even we hear. saw. Yeah. Yes. And it happens to be like, oh, yeah, a bunch of wood fell off train the other day. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's just, you know, it's lithium. It's, it's lithium. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. It's like a bunch of like hardcore shit that just sinks into the soil. Right. It's just into like into a your pure soil, liquid yeah. mercury. No, like it's it's weird. It's the, the, that's one of those. You look and you're like, well, that's that you were watching the system function. We're like watching the immune system of the intelligence community react and what they do with it. And so you're like, okay, so that's how they do that. Like, never mind, like what we just dealt with, with like an invisible force that you can't like that, like of a disease that is an objective thing that then you can also spin a bunch of shit around because it is, if anything, like I've never understood, like even just the idea of like, if you're, Christian and anti-vax. It's so funny because it's like, didn't if you believe in your God, didn't he? Don't you believe that he? Every time he sent a plague, it was to teach everybody something, right? It was the whole point <laughs> of UT sending a plague was that it was going to. It meant something. It meant we were fucking up, and it didn't mean that we weren't supposed. To, like, like it was. It was very. It's very strange how they twisted themselves into a ball over that that issue, and like, oh, yeah. like it's very. It's very weird, like th- that, but. You could see why an, something like that, an invisible objective thing getting spun from multi different perspectives from across the world that we're all subjected to. All, every single one of us is subjected to not only the government spin, but your your every single human you've ever met spin to the media spin and you're just like, I'm just... In, and to in, each in person's it. individual media diet spin of like, well, I yes. get all my news from Tim Pool. I get all my news from Last Pod. Rachel Maddow. Like, yeah, yeah, Maddow. From this, from that, from smaller, bigger, and it's like, and they're not all telling the same story. But you would think that a train overturning with visible black smoke and people going toxic spill would kind of bring everyone together of like, that's objectively bad. We forget can fix the environment. this. Like, forget yes. even like the environment of it all. And it's, it's a like, lowball fix. Right? It's a lowball fix. All you have to do is, it's like, they're just asking for some like literal hours off. 
Like they're asking for it, and it's like, yes, you do lose a little bit of money, but I find that you. Just, but the fact that like this is I don't know all, all the conspiracies we talk about. Unfortunately, really are just pinpricked like a second when it's like, oh, it's just about a little bit more money. Yeah. It's just about more money, and that's infuriating. And it's because partially, and we all buy into this "quote unquote" conspiracy that life is all about money. Because without money in America, in America, you will die. Well, that's where in like, America, die it's highly weaponized. Yes, yeah. we 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 talk about that all the time. Like like there's that. On our fraudster show, like we they even called it financial serial murder. Like in America, like if you take somebody's income, you can like there is no it's a brutal landscape. Yeah. There's very little places for you to if land. If you get fired, you lose health insurance. If you don't have a job, you're not allowed to go to the hospital. So yeah, in order to like fun. take care of yourself physically, you have to go to a job. Now, what are the hours of doctor's offices? Weird. Same hours as your job. Your job. <laughs> so yes. what the fuck? Like it's all, it's it's all about just and we have pennies buy- on the dollar, pennies to them to like them. Like, they're they're, at, they're operating pressure. at scale. They're operating at a huge scale. Yes. So pennies on the dollar is an inordinate amount of money for them, and and it goes all the way down. So I'm t- like. Remove this top tier of power we're talking about, the Illuminati. Yeah, like a bunch of guys with triangle hats. Like, like, they don't need it. And then part of the sense of humor is, like, that's why I feel like when they do MKUltra and they do things, they play act those things. And they do, there will be scenarios where they do those, where they literally dress up like that. So they make sure that if you tell somebody else, it sounds like you're full of shit. And they do stuff like that, where they play into that concept, where the real conspiracy is just this. Because again, it's short-term games. Because I also don't understand about, with, with Ohio, don't you understand that if, you, if these things don't happen, you're going to save the millions of dollars in settlements, you're going to end up paying at some point. Right. At some point, these companies do end up having to pay out a bunch of different money. But they but they got twelve and, years of a fucking Ohio uh, Aaron Brockovich fighting yes. against their machine of money. Now that's the big top tier guys. Even the people in like the just millionaire class or like the a high you know half a millionaire class, those people all are all about. Unfortunately, even though they have money, they can't imagine potentially losing it. So all these people are doing everything in their power to keep their money, even though it's not the elite global uh, Illuminati amount of money, but a guy who's got $7 million in the bank is trying to keep it all in his family because he knows if he loses any of this money, there's a chance down the road uh, he dies, his family dies. What do they call institute? I forget what the term is, where it's like outliving the amount of money that you have. Right, yeah. It's the thing you get to 70 and you got to start driving for Uber Eats. You know, like that's the nightmare. That's right, the that's a nightmare. nightmare. And then, and then even like people who have seven homes feel that, and it's like, and it's like, so they have to act a certain way, and they're gonna. Well, well I, I run just a small about business with fifteen employees. I'm gonna treat them. I I'm gonna not treat them as well as I can because I can keep an extra couple. This country, what are the high? What do we spend our money on? War, cops, and. Uh, private business that we can and all just protect rich people can invest in yes and then all just protects the the top half yeah it protects it all protects money everything that like we invest in as a country protects the money and so we it's almost like we need to find money in saving the planet earth like i feel like it's there 
It's gotta I feel be. Like there's there least, is money there. Like yes. this, let's just switch our sickness. Cause that's all it is. It's just feeding the same sickness, but at least it'll help because we're obsessed with it because this this fear that we generated, and it's our culture here where you're you're like obviously, you know, you spend time in Europe. They are they live a freer life. You know what I mean? They live a freer life. Yeah, most of the time can wheelchairs not get in places, yeah. But it's because the place is a million years old. And it's got like a little cryptic, like one tiny staircase yeah, that moves I in the spiral. I can't even piss in most European bathrooms. Like, <laughs> yes. like I don't fit in their structures, and I, I'm not faulting them for it. I, but I, that's just how they were. Tinier people. Yeah. Uh, by the you way, that, a fucking really cool thing that we, France, uh, maybe my listeners know this, maybe they don't, but my France tried to raise the retirement age from two years to sixty-four, still lower than the retirement age in America, and. It caused a nationwide protest. Now, it's, we have people in America who believe that that's bullshit, that you should have to work till you're 65. I, all I want to posit, I know I'm a hippie. I know I'm a fucking leftist. I know I have no children and no savings, and uh, I'm on Cobra Health Insurance, and I know I live in an apartment, and I own no property. You're, so Technically, you're doing it right. Technically, you're just right in this, uh, the good, very good spot to be a comedian. <laughs> but why would you not want to retire earlier? People, everyone thinks they're a business owner. Like the brain, we've turned our brains so we all are like, well, I'll get fucked over because I'm not going to be the guy that flips burgers at McDonald's and no judgment to that job. Pay them no, even of course more. Not. But I'm not going to be the guy that flip, I'm going to be the guy that owns several McDonald's. And it's like I got bad news. It's way less people have the ownership and less every fucking day. The consolidation yes. of money and power is every so day. terrifying. We it's just are rough. all the fucking peasants now. And we have to start. We have to start fighting for peasant stuff, like lower we talked the retirement about, age, free health insurance. Give us absolutely. the peasant shit, free housing. Well, because you know what would be nice? Let's get these fucking seventy-year-olds out of the goddamn workforce, right? Like, I love again. I love that. I'm not even just saying like it's not just for, but like look at the the government. It's like what we were just talking about. It's this thing where you're like. We gotta like we gotta bump the age back down. I really feel like there's 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 something to the concept. There there's something tied to the fact that the birth rates are going down and the power class has gotten so old. Right. There's something that there is. There's some kind of also connection to that. That's all like because there is no vision for a future where you can like put your guns down. There's no, there's no like vision for that where you can finally just stop and chill and like live a supported life because it's okay because it, and it's cool too. You're we're not going, a we're going, you know, we're going 85 and a 65 on a highway that will end in a cliff. Yes, and I don't see an exit before the cliff. Like we have to not build right an now. exit. Ace. We got, yeah. yes, we got to do it, which means it's our generation. And so far what our generation has really excelled in is constantly rebooting star Wars. And what I hope <laughs> is, is that maybe at some point <laughs> they could uh, focus uh, on uh, Spider-Man for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sometimes it's just be like, what have millennials done? We've mostly just, I mean, not to be too cranky about it, but I remember the member berries episode of South Park. I know that I am a, my political training largely came from South Park when I was in high school. Yeah, it's still like, but that concept of like we're just like in this sort of like memory prism 
where we're just like, remember, remember when we were well, kids? Well, it doesn't, it feels like nostalgia is another tool of the powerful to keep us feeling comfortable. It's fucking- Just thinking the, about our childhood all day what, long. What's it called in uh, in uh, Brave New World or 1984? The thing that- Soma. Like, Soma, yeah. It's like, yeah. they're constantly finding new Soma. And I think the power also knows that fighting people who you deem- to be different than you or hating a, a group that you deem to be different than you is it works with divided people yeah you keep you because again rage rage is a really good feeling to yes. feel like rage it's like one of those things that like that you it, 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 there's something about it it, it, it feels like self-fulfilling your righteous anger like and then spreading it out on somebody else is something that like and the the internet is then weaponized to make money on it. Like right. your your rage. It's made to it's made to to anger you now. Now that's all journalists do. It's writing some saying some highly flagrant sentence so that you just freak out. And well, I'll go write, I'll, I'll go as far to say like along this like anger thing. I don't know. I'm not a very political person. I don't fully understand a lot of politics, but how much power does someone in the house from Georgia really truly have like a Marjorie Taylor Greene? She, she has power, but she can't truly steer national, uh, like policy. No, what she can do is draw the ire and attention of everyone who disagrees with her. And even arguably draw the attention of everyone that does agree with her while we're all looking at the lady screaming about the three-card Monty game that's happening, the three-card Monty guy is swapping out the winning card. <laughs> I <laughs> like, completely believe that. And also... A, on up, up MTBG's ass, we're like, look at this fucking psycho. I hate She's this saying shit. the craziest shit. We learned the wrong lesson. It's just this thing, because even... Because that's where my issue is as, as a comedian. It's like, I felt like during the, the Trump years, like, it was so... Like, unless you're Anthony and Tamanick, who was literally the single best version of that humor. Right? Yes, and and true, and I, I, everyone here on my podcast knows I'll, I'll, I'll fucking love Atamanic, but I'll back, true satire of- True depression. satire. Like, not just an impression, but truly undercutting and calling out some of his more nefarious motives, and unlike anyone it. else was doing. And predicting shit, right? Like, really was. Yeah. And, <laughs> right. but, but there is a, but otherwise, anything else, all of the jokes, all of the material, all the memes about these people solidify their face into humanity. Like, there is a thing in advertising, like, the idea of, like, you know, as many times you see something, you implant it. Like, so on some level, even just the joking, the constant attention on this woman solidifies her stance as creates a public the reality that like yes. you were saying earlier. Yeah. It builds her brand and ups her stock and makes more and more people believe in her and want to get up involved with her. No matter what it is, she believes, even if it's just to make fun of her, there are people where you're like, it's just difficult because that's where I like, I get into a mess. I call it. This is, I have a, a little, uh, fucking pet theory. This is called the impractical jokers paradox. Impractical jokers. Did they make true TV or did True TV make the Impractical Jokers they, by putting it on all the time and solely promoting it? I don't they know. They create the phenomenon of Impractical Jokers. The guys are great. I did their show. It's a great. It's fucking. It, it's there's a, a lot of good shows the out there. They got twenty fucking seasons. Uh, Think with, about this. How often do we see in show business? It's the truth, right? They just sometimes they just choose somebody. Yeah. 
You know, like you'll see how many times, how many times you'll see like an actor bomb in a bunch of movies, but they keep putting them in. Yeah. I mean, they keep I think putting them in. That's like Russell Brand of the late teens, right? Yes. Like, Ru like Russell Brand got like 11 chances. It mm -hmm. felt like some studio exec was like, I, I just want to I like this, this guy. guy. <laughs> and we've already done it. We've already made our choice and it's done. Yeah. But it's like, but I, that's what like, humanity and all of these things is that like, I do believe that on some level, yes, the reason why that things, those things happen is because you got, you've already paid money for this thing and it's doing reasonably well. And you're like, well, we already got these guys. We don't need to go look around for us. So, so then you wonder, then they just pump it out out of sheer laziness. Right. Truly. Out of right. sheer, and, and then they made an empire. They made a media empire because out of some executive didn't want to go and make a varied schedule because <sighs> it just comes down to like these, these are real effects. These are things. And then it spills onto us. And then we, as a confused people, begin reading into it because there uh you know um oh god what's his name the guy that did oh god the british documentarian he did hypernormalization oh fuck what's his name oh, oh the guy's fucking great just, adam curtis yeah adam yeah. curtis he's in this he said that he made a really interesting point his newest group he just did a new one that was called Can't Get You Out of My Head. That was really, really interesting. And he broke down a really interesting concept about conspiracy theory in general, because what he does is he charts the rise of conspiracy theory in China and America. Like he does, and basically what he talks about with the lack of information comes what is what conspiracy theory is, which is putting separate points together that don't really belong together because there's a lack of official narrative. Right. No one is coming out and telling everybody what's happening. So everybody is uh, in, a, in a sea of confusion because daddy's government hasn't told us explicitly what's going on. The gaps widen. The fucking, that fake information comes in. And now we have a perfect, like, information aggregating system that, like, then weaponizes that thing. Yeah. That exact Fuck. function. It's, it's like, uh, and it's like, well, it's going to get um, worse. Because especially now we got the deep fakes and oh that's gonna come that's gonna be really interesting time period and what I'm hoping is that there will be a, a, almost a luddite period at some point, dude. This is what I keep pushing. I'm hoping that the way like our generation would like kind of were like, well I got into vinyl around the time as MP3s were popping off. There's gonna I'm be fucking like little like flip phones. Flip yes. phones are think are gonna come back. Like the idea of total data immersion. I think most people are going to uh if they haven't already gone completely absolute batshit nuts at this point, at some point, you know, like during the last like three years, like you we're will gonna look hit that we're gonna point. look back we're gonna be twenty years from this full data immersion and we're gonna be looking at it like smoking driving without seatbelts I, I Marcus and I talk about this all the time is that that is going to be the that's going to be the lead poisoning uh, yeah, I of think our that, generation I think driving I think driving specifically cars I think in like I think in a hundred years if we're still we will around, be done with that we'll be people done are going to be like concept. I can't believe you used to drive eight ton vehicles uh, 80 miles an hour all trusting the individuality of all the fucking lunatics <sighs> and psychos and I got to, to two car accidents in a week in December Jesus. and I and it fucked me you're like fuck me up for a second for driving because again in LA we're all driving six inches from each other going 90 miles per hour 
You know, but like that's all it is. That's I had like Charlie a- Todd on the podcast uh, talking about like soup, uh, pedestrian rights and all this stuff and like uh, a carless culture. And he said something that really got to me. He's like, a lot of these uh, anti-car people eliminate the phrase car accident and call it car crash because it's starting to feel like it can't be accidents if we're letting this many people on the road. It's systematic. It's not accidents anymore. It's, it's going to happen. It's a feature, not a bug. And there's it's an like industry built Bigger cars, it. bigger, faster cars, harder to stop, more deadly, more people. Or it's even worse. More individual freedom. You know what I mean? Like, no less I will public say transit. The safety features of my car are more annoying than anything. They do the thing. My car is a thing where it directs your car back into the lane or whatever. And I'm like, honestly, this is going to fucking kill somebody. This is how, It's almost killed me where it's just like, you don't know where I'm driving, car. I'm going to kill you. But it's fine, whatever. <laughs> um, dude, this has been fucking awesome. This, this has is- been awesome. I got I got to let you go. But I just want to jump back to East Palestine for one second. Isn't Biden the fucking train guy? That's all I want to say. He, all, all he talks I know about is, is also, trains. And this we is fucking completely, have train issues. Yeah. This is completely Buttigieg's fault because of the negotiation with the whole, the whole, the union thing. That is, is all, like, it is, it's one of those where you're, it, it, what, what you said, we're going 85 and a 65. And the highway is going to end. Right. So we really have to not like we have to like th- these are things that are like these are easy L's we're getting here. Some, someone you know, pointed out. I forget. I, I hate an, an unaccredited tweet, but someone just said something to the effect of like um, liberals just tell you to vote. Uh, the train conductors did vote and we ignored them. <laughs> like the train. We employees, ignored that. They voted. They did the thing we they asked them to do and they just ignored it. And that's going to continue to happen. And that's what they're that's the left's uh, that's the liberal stopping of power is well just vote. Tell them in the box. And it's like but that well, still leaves it's that so still hard leaves because year old women in charge and men in charge. Yeah. We're just is still in the Gen X hangover of it was so cool to not care. I remember how cool it looked to not care. You know, remember how like apathy is up? a hell of a drug, dog. It's yeah. so cool to not give a fucking shit, man. Especially later on, like as you get older. Like now, I feel like as both a business owner and as a comedian and as a man, I want to be more aware, right? Like, but it took a long time to get here. This took like therapy and mushrooms. And like all of the shit to understand truly, oh, like reading and you know, learning. Yeah. I, like, you have to I like find- open your third eye, understand that we're all part of the fucking same organism, bro. Like I want to, you know, you get to, you know, you get made fun of for it, but it's the truth. But right? a, lack like, of, a lack of empathy benefits the rich and powerful. It does. And so like if it can be our mini little revolt and rebellion to have empathy for our fellow person. Trying that's a to. Fucking, trying to. Just trying to find it in every situation. I've recently stopped having road rage because every time someone does something stupid on the road around here, I just go, they're probably just a little stoned. They accidentally were like, whoops, I didn't know I had to drive. I'm a little high now. Well, that's because you are. I got to get to work or whatever. You're also on the blood pressure medication like I just got on, too. Yes, you got to start finding peace in life. Yes, I'm like (laughs) legally forced to. I'm like supposed to not be yelling at people in traffic anymore, right. but I don't know what to do because like, but now like I'm trying to do exactly what you said. Just being like, we're all just trying to drive our fucking cars. He's probably fighting with his divorce attorney 
right now right. on a speakerphone. Yeah, he's he's like, got to go from I'm, one job to another because the, the system requires that he has multiple places. Multiple jobs. I mean, that's yeah, why I'm rushing. I'm rushing Dude, seriously, from a podcast yeah, I'm running from one gig. Yeah, yeah. I'm literally going from one gig to another, literally. So I'm with you. I'm the same psychopath as you are. Uh, Henry, tell the – I mean, if the listeners of my podcast don't know about your podcast, they're fucking – uh, living under a rock, but t- tell, tell check our bullshit. Uh, last podcast on the left. Um, we are we're, we're we've got you know on LP on the left and all the bullshits. And then we are if you are in the Los Angeles area, we're doing a little show because we're chilling on tour in this year. Uh, just because we hit it so hard last year, but we're doing a side stories live. So side stories are like side show to last podcast on the left. And so we doing a, a live show April 8th at the Fine Arts Theater in Beverly Hills. Go oh, to getitmade.la slash disaster man to come support a little short film cool. that I'm doing. Because that's, that's awesome. fun. Because you know what's fun about all the streamers and everything collapsing? We get to go back to making web series again. I know. And then it's our time again, baby. Mid-aughts internet training is coming back, friend. I mean this. The web series is going to come back. It's, it's, it's going to. Like... Patreon and to. like that kind of thing is because go- is <laughs> we're be- not going to be able to sell television shows. Because I'm, because- I, I don't, I literally lost my SAG health insurance this year. It's like, oh no, I lost mine in the middle of quarantine. Those fucking, that's actually, I felt really bad. That was the first time I ever, because I called them a bunch of rats. Oh, like I yeah. screamed at all them because I lost, and I was just like, yes, I didn't work in 2020. There's a global fucking pandemic. Yeah. And guess what? I, yes, I had a bad 2019 too. But <laughs> normally I work. That's where I'm at. I had a bad 2020, 2021, and then I happened to have a a, a good 2022, but not according to SAG. No, really? Because it it was 101 places is non-union. So I I made, I made, made, you made. You just got to protest. You, we need to go to True TV and protest all the like, all the fat bearded comedians need to just go (laughs) protest outside of True. Yeah. uh, Fucking uh, SAG after health insurance is the new cocaine and is going to slowly kill all fat <laughs> uh, Henry, I'm going to let you go. 101 Places to Party Before You Die now on HBO Max. Action Boys is my other podcast. Check it out. Henry, thanks again. Dude, so good. Bye, shitheads. That was a headgum podcast. In a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. Holy shit, guys. I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. It's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. (laughs) Now... Somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to, like, see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. It's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Well, there's a fantasy component. There's some sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. Game in town. You wake up after a few years and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're gonna be making Terminators. <laughs> We're gonna make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. What? I don't hate them, but I've been in a room. Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. Action, boys. Boys will be boys. 
Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now.